This is a podcast by The Straits Times. Hello and welcome to Pop Vouchers, a pop culture podcast by The Straits Times. It's been a while, guys. I have not been updating episodes and there is a reason for that. So today's episode, I'm going to tell you slightly about what I'm working on. Just a little bit, tease you a little bit. And then I'm going to just... Um, go talk about some of the, I think, the more more interesting things, uh, you know, circulating in, in pop culture right now. And I think that would have to be Prince Harry's book. <laughs> like, I've, I'm pretty done talking about them, but like, okay, his book is pretty intense. So let's go. Okay, so um, to explain why I have not been updating the episodes for a while, I asked for a hiatus so that I could work on um it it would be like a new series sort of but it is still under the same pop vouchers banner you would not have to subscribe to a new podcast it would still be released under uh, the pop vouchers um page so if you already subscribed to our podcast don't worry you will get access to it and it is quite different from what I am what I am currently doing if it's not extremely clear to all my listeners right now this podcast currently in its form is quite off the cuff. I do think of topics I do I want to talk about. I do read up on the topics I want to talk about, but I don't actually have a script. I just sort of like, okay, this is what happened, this is what I feel about it, and this is why it's interesting, you know. The new series under Pop Vouchers would be entirely scripted. And that's why I need a lot of time. Because uh, I need to do a lot of research, I need to really compile my thoughts and really like, you know, list down all the points I want to talk about and, you know, arrange it such that it is a cohesive narrative, a cohesive story. There's a start, there's a middle, there's an end. And it would be, I'm going to keep the name secret for now, like uh, the name of the new series, but um, it would be about uh Basically, like, I'm trying to do a little bit of, like, history, historical digging in here. So I'm going to talk about uh, scandals or, like, big news stories in entertainment, in Asian entertainment specifically in the past, and sort of, like, re-examine, you know, how we covered it at the time, uh, you know, what, what the reaction was like at the time, and how, you know, I think current thinking has changed around it so it'll be quite interesting i'm gonna start off the series with a you know with a big uh big scandal like a, a big thing that really shook entertainment so you know look out for it uh yeah it should be launched at the end of this month um it should be i'm looking uh, i feel penelope my podcast producer looking at me through like over the podcast table with very intense eyes because she knows that i have not started scripting it yet but i will I will. I promise. Okay, so let's go into what we are going to talk about today, which is Prince Harry's book, Spare. I love the name, guys. I love the name. What a great title. Because, you know, in the British royal family, um, there's always this talk, this, the, the heir and the spare, right? So you always need to have an heir which in this case, in the British royal family's case, is Prince William. In fact, Prince William is in direct line uh, success, direct line of succession to the throne. He is second in line, uh, meaning... Actually, wait, he's first in line, yeah, because Queen Elizabeth died. And so um, King Charles, previously Prince Charles... It's kind of weird to call him King Charles. I'm not used to it. But previously Prince Charles, now King Charles, has ascended to the throne. And so... William is literally next in line, so he's first in line to the throne, right? 
And, you know, of course, following would be William's children before it's Harry, Prince Harry. So that's why people always say you need the heir and then you need a spare just in case anything happens to the heir, right? Um, in fact, Queen Elizabeth's father was the spare. Queen Elizabeth's father was not supposed to be the king, but his uh, brother uh, actually abdicated to be with uh, this divorced American woman that he loves. Doesn't that sound familiar? But yes, so he abdicated the throne uh, and, you know, decided to give up the life of being a, a British royal and uh, left, left his family. And Queen Elizabeth's father then became... Uh, the king, which made king, Queen Elizabeth in line for the throne. When she was born, she was not expected to ever be queen, but, well, you know, life happens. So as people say, the heir and the spare, so I love the title, spare. That's it, right? Just spare. Because, and spare has so many meanings, like, you know, linguistically speaking. So it could be like the spare tire, the one that is in waiting to be used. Or it could be like, spare me, you know, that kind. Like, I don't know, I love it. I really love it. Love the title. But, of course, the title is not what people are talking about. I believe, actually, I, I think the book only dropped, like, maybe today. Like, um, it, it, I think, like, there were definitely leaks. Um, yes, it was supposed, it's supposed to be released globally on Tuesday, which is the day that I'm recording this podcast, Gen 10. And, um... Basically, the autobiography was leaked in, um, before it was actually published. And I think that is probably a mistake because, like, why do you want all these, like, explosive revelations in your book to, like, be out there before the book is out? Like, you want people to buy the book, right? You don't want people to read a TLDR on Reddit about the book. So, in any case, though, the book is still going to sell, like, bonkers, okay? Like, I have no doubt about it because, yeah, people are going to want to read what he has to say, especially after, <laughs> I think, some of the leaks came out. It was really intense. So, let's go through what has happened and what I think about this and why I actually don't think this is a good PR move for Prince Harry. Um, so, okay, after Prince Harry and his wife... Just quick recap, Meghan Markle, who is a divorced American woman who is also biracial. Um, so, you know, you can go back and listen to our episodes on them. We, we did an episode on them a couple of times. We also did an episode on, on um, I think, Diana. We also did an episode on uh, the, the interview that Prince Harry and Meghan Markle, his wife, did with Oprah Winfrey. So go back and listen to all of that if, if you don't already have the context. But basically, Prince Harry left. Up and left with Meghan Markle, his wife, and, and their kids uh, to be away. They basically decided to stop being working royals, right? Uh, they still have, I believe they still have their, um, like, they, they, he's still Prince Harry, like, you know. And I believe they are still, like, Duke and Duchess of Sussex. So, like, they still have those. But I don't think they have their HRH anymore, which is the His Royal Highness, Her Royal Highness. I think that's what's going on. Anyway, um, they upped and left, uh, in part because Megan was facing a lot of, uh, I would say, quite racially uh, targeted, uh, you know, abuse from the British press. Uh, they were also harassed quite badly by the British press in the sense that, like, the British press was really, really hounding them. Like, um, in fact, there are a few court cases that they are, you know, litigating with the press right now. And I think they actually won one of the cases, really. So, uh, like, 
one of the papers, you know, the tabloids stole one of Meghan Markle's letters that she wrote to her dad, so on and so forth. There's a bunch of stuff, okay? You can go read up on that. Now we are talking about what's in the book. And, okay, prior to the book releasing, uh, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle had already had some stuff out there, like, I mean, aside from the explosive Oprah Winfrey interview in which Meghan Markle revealed that a senior royal, actually, the, the both of them revealed, a senior royal asked Prince Harry what the colour of their baby's skin would be when she was still pregnant with her first child, Archie. They now have two kids, uh, Archie and Lilibet. So, um... Of course, that was a big deal. Everybody was like, oh my God, the British, British royal family are racist, you know. So that was a whole big talking point. And then after that too, because they left the royal family, so they no longer get like the... I mean, I think I'm pretty sure Prince Harry still has some money on his mother's side. And I think like privately from his father's funds or something like that. I need to go read up on that. But basically, they stopped receiving like um the, the royal paycheck in a sense because they are, they are no longer working as royals and because they and they moved to Los Angeles uh, they moved to America and their security costs are like through the roof right because yeah i mean it's still prince harry and meghan markle and their children like can you imagine they of course need like you know bodyguards and everything like, like imagine if somebody like kidnapped archie or something you know so that's not great so because they need like 24/7 security uh for their house for themselves when they're out and about so uh I think they need a lot of money and they signed quite a few deals. So one of it is with Netflix uh, to produce like series and documentaries and so on. And one of it is with Spotify to do podcasts. And one of it is Prince Harry's book deal, which is Spare. Um, And okay, so the Netflix series that came out, Harry and Meghan documentary, came out on Netflix just a while ago. And it was already like... um, so not only so already we had Prince Harry and Meghan Markle talking about their grievances with the royal family uh in the Oprah Winfrey interview and then um they talked a, a bit more about their grievances with the royal family in the documentary and then now we have the book which is basically all grievances with the royal family like so far like everything that is coming out all the press that is being generated is about Prince Harry's unhappiness with his family. And I hope once and for all, after I go through this episode, we put to bed the idea that it was Meghan Markle who encouraged Prince Harry to leave the royal family because I think he had a lot of reasons to want to leave even prior to prior to Meghan Markle. And uh, I would have to say, I think Prince Harry really like did not hold back much la, in the book. So some of the most explosive takeaways, I think the first one is that um, Harry alleges that William attacked him. So Harry alleges that there was a time when um, I think this was after a conversation where they were talking about Megan and William was basically calling Megan rude, difficult and abrasive and that conversation escalated until, this is a quote, William grabbed Harry, grabbed me, I guess that's the way he wrote it, grabbed Harry by the collar, ripping his necklace and knocked him to the floor. Basically, this is one of the biggest news stories that came out, right? It's this idea that, oh my God, Prince Harry is talking about how Willie, he calls his brother Willie, um, attacked him, right? Like, this is a big deal. And then there's also talk about how uh, Prince, uh, Prince Harry and Prince William actually told their dad not to marry Camilla before... Uh, King Charles married his now wife because 
it, again, it, you have to go back and read our listen to our previous episodes or just watch The Crown. But Camilla Parker Bowles is basically the woman who uh, was third party to King Charles, then Prince Charles' marriage to Princess Diana. And uh, she's not well-liked, uh, you know, it's the general uh, general feeling, lah, okay? And so one of it is also this, another explosive thing is that, oh, you know, they the two of them actually went to their dad and was like, don't marry this woman, which was something that we were previously not privy to. We had previously not heard about their thoughts about Camilla, even though they must have thoughts about Camilla, right? I mean, like, this is the woman that their mom was engaged in some sort of like, I mean, this was the woman that their, that their mother, Princess Diana, like openly like feuded with, right? So like, I'm sure these two men have some thoughts. But of course, we did not hear about it because the royal family's sort of unofficial motto is, you know, never explain, never complain, right? But man, Harry is explaining and complaining, yos. So, okay, um, other than that, there's also how, like, there's also a bunch of stuff, like, really random things about how Harry talked about how, like, Meghan, his wife, asked Kate Middleton, current princess of Wales and, uh, you know, Prince William's wife, for a lip gloss, like, to borrow her lip gloss before they went for their first public engagement as four royals, four people. And, like, how it was, like, apparently very badly received. Like, Kate Middleton was, like, not amused. Which, okay, yeah, I mean, like, lip gloss is very personal. It's also, like, a hygiene thing. Like, how do you borrow lip gloss? It's literally, like, gooey things on your lips. Like, it's a gooey thing that goes onto your lips and definitely has your DNA. But, yeah, okay, so there's stuff like this. Then there's also, like, how... um. Harry disclosed the number of kills he made in Afghanistan in the war. I believe it is 25. You know, he killed 25 people in the war. And yeah, a lot of stuff. And also Harry went to do press. He has to do press for the book, right? So he has done some interviews uh, with the for the book that I don't think has been aired yet. Or they might have been at the time of... Rec- uh, I need to try again at the time of recording because of, you know, time differences with the US and stuff. But there were uh, sort of, like, trailers that came out with uh, of the interviews. And there were also other revelations, like how... Like, Prince Harry is very famous, like, notoriously remembered for this really, like, very bad mistake he made where, like, during one a Halloween party when he was younger, I think he was in his 20s, he wore, like, um a Nazi uniform. And, of course, that was very badly received by the public. And then now he says, like, oh, like, Kate and William actually, like, encouraged me to wear it. And I was like, okay, uh, you are still the one who wore it, though? Like, okay, never mind. But yeah, so these are a lot of revelations. And, like, I think why I think this is, like, ultimately a bad PR move for Prince Harry is I feel like he just complains now. Like, I mean, I'm sure, like, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle do a lot of charity work and have a lot of other stuff that they are busy with. But I feel like um, the things that get them the most press and also the thing that seems to be their brand now, almost, is, like, complaining about how the royal family did them wrong. Which, you know, I've always been very clear about the fact that I think um, the British press and I also think the royal family was not kind to Megan, like they did not protect her and it showed that you know the the royal family probably has some biases that um we that 
are just sort of ingrained in them like that maybe they just don't feel the need to to protect her as much uh i don't know whether that is i think it is in part you know racially uh, motivated um they do seem to be very uncomfortable with the fact that she is biracial um there's also it's also very clear that the royal family's um, priority seems to be protecting the heir and not the spare and so there's a lot of stuff um you know, uh, there is, at least Harry alleges that um, Prince William's office was apparently trading stories about Harry in return to to the press, in return for keeping, you know, stories about, like, the the Prince William's side favourable, right? So Harry alleges this, and I do believe that it happened. So I, I, don't, I don't actually think that Harry is, like, lying about things or, like, Harry is uh, making things up to get back at his family. But I do think that like, um, like over the past two years, pretty much every time we heard about ever since they left the royal family, pretty much every time they have like a big release, be it their documentary, be it their big interview, be it his book, be it his interviews about the book, is all like very based in talking about grievances, and like. You know, they're already extremely privileged people. Like, Prince Harry grew up in, like, unimaginable privilege, right? You know, like, very, very, very rich. Of course, that came with also, um, I think, unimaginable amounts of scrutiny and, uh, I would say, to some extent, you know, uh, abuse in the sense that, like, I don't think a normal person would be asked to walk behind their mother's coffin for an hour and a half you know, and parade the streets of London, you know, which is what happened to him when he was 12. And that must be a very, very upsetting thing and must it must not be healthy for any child to go through. But at the same time, it's like, it is very hard. Like, at a time of great inflation and like, you know, living, like cost of living crisis and like very real problems like global warming and everything, it's like a bit hard to be hearing about Prince Harry's unhappiness with his family over and over and over and over again. Like, how many times have you heard about Prince Harry not liking Prince William and King Charles? Like, it's really quite a quite a large number of times, okay? Like, and then somehow after he talks about all these things, he always, like, I just read this quote about how he was saying he really wants his family back. He wants his father and his brother back. But now they are estranged. And I'm like, how can you have your family back after you talk so much things about them in the press? Like, you can't expect your brother to be like, yeah, man, I'll reconcile with you. After you were like, he called me a name and he ripped my necklace from my neck. He pushed me to the floor. And then, like, you talk about how you think, how you feared Camilla would be a wicked stepmother. How do you expect your father to be like, yeah, man, you called my wife a wicked stepmother in a book that is heavily publicized and now I'm going to reconcile with you. Like, come on, la, Prince Harry, wake up, you know? <laughs> you clearly are not going to be on good terms with your family again. Like, you keep talking this thing to keep making this insane revelations. And again, like, the British royal family doesn't make revelations. Like, the whole reason why the Diana thing was so blown up and was such a big media circus is because that was one of the first times that somebody came out to reveal secrets about the British royal family. And then afterwards, it was very clear that they were trying to avoid that situation. 
And you can tell Prince William and Kate Middleton have had a lot of rumours about their relationship and marital status and whether anyone is having an affair over the years never come out to explain. Nobody has ever said anything on, like publicly, William and Kate have never said anything about their relationships, have never said anything about what they feel about Camilla, what they feel about, you know, no, they're not talking about their feelings. They're not talking about the complicated familiar relationships they have. They're not talking about their marriage. But like now, Prince Harry is just putting it all out there. So of course they are like offended and they are like not happy with it. And I think it's very weird that, I mean, I can understand from like, a, I am empathetic to somebody still having a lot of problems with their family, but still wanting their family to be whole and still hoping for reconciliation. But like at some point, I think he has to sit down and be like, okay, having looked, like he has to sit down and look at the amount of interviews, the amount of things that he, he and his wife have reviewed together and just come to terms with the fact that he is estranged from his family. Like, and that's not going to happen. So that is one thing. Um, and then another thing, as I mentioned, is the fact that his brand seems to be very complaining now. And there are a lot of things that I don't know why he revealed. Like, does he think this is... Does he think it looks good on, on either him or his wife? Like, the whole lip gloss thing. I was like... Yeah, people don't borrow lip gloss from each other. You know, like, it's, it is very understandable when someone, like... When someone, like doesn't want to lend me their lip gloss. And you have to understand that at that point in time, they probably weren't close. And it's clear that Megan and Kate never developed this sort of like sister, ooh, like we're the best of friends, go high tea together kind of like relationship. Like that was not what was going on. And it's very clear at that time, it was their first engagement as four royals. It was their first engagement as four people. Obviously, like she was at that time, not yet very integrated into the family, not very close to anyone yet. And then she was, like, borrowing lip gloss. Like, yeah, it doesn't... I mean, I think it's a very small thing, but it's one of those things that I'm like, I'm not sure why Prince Harry thought this was this was something that he needed to reveal. And again, like, I think the way he used his words is just... It's a bit like, yeah, I don't feel like it reflects that well on him. Like, I understand that Camilla is not well-liked by the public, but to be like, oh, I feel she would be a wicked stepmother... For somebody at his age to say that is almost childish. Not that I want to defend King Charles and his affair with Camilla during his marriage with Princess Diana. But it's very clear at this point in 2023, after having witnessed the entirety of King Charles' marriage to Diana, his life before Diana, the fact that he was with Camilla even before Diana, continued to love Camilla throughout the marriage, and like persevered to the point that he actually married her and made her queen it's very clear that this is a love story like it's very clear that King Charles and his wife are in love and like I don't think that is unclear to Harry either like I mean he must know that right like this is a woman that your father has tried to be with even before he met your mom and failed to do that you know the British royal family didn't want him to marry Camilla because of a lot of reasons uh, one of which was that she was seen as impure because she was not she apparently had sexual relations prior to King Charles I don't know so I guess that made her not worthy of a, a wife and clearly that is a very retrograde way of thinking but yeah so like clearly the British royal family made a mistake in making like making King Charles marry someone other than the woman that he loved and I feel like being like, oh, is she going to be a wicked stepmother? 
kind of just feels a bit childish. Like, I understand being in the thick of things and being maybe unable to separate things. But you're a public figure and you're writing a book that will be, like, literally read by millions. Like, you know this book is going to sell because you are going to spill all the secrets about your family. You know this book is going to sell. And then you go and, like, say things, like, you phrase things like this. To me, I'm just like, okay, I guess you can praise him for being honest, but it doesn't, I don't think it reflects well on him. So that's my take on this whole Prince Harry mess, which like, again, the book drops today. So I guess I'm also sort of like unofficially doing press for it. If you want to read it, go ahead and read it. There are a lot of revelations in it. And um, yeah, that's about it. I think that's about all I wanted to talk about today. And I again, I really, really hope you guys stay tuned for my upcoming podcast series, which is going again to reiterate is going to be under the Pop Vouchers banner. You do not need to subscribe to another podcast. So when another new episode of Pop Vouchers comes out later this month, hopefully it will be the episode that I have been preparing for. And yeah, I am very excited for everyone to hear it. Yes, even Penelope, who is also still warning me about me not writing my script. But thank you so much for listening. And um, if you want me to talk about anything else, do write in to me at gently at sph.com.sg or podcast at sph.com.sg or slide into my DMs at Jenly Writes. Thank you. That was a podcast by The Straits Times. Send your feedback to podcast at sph.com.sg. Find us on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or via the Google Voice Assistant and Amazon Alexa-enabled devices. For more podcasts by The Straits Times, The Business Times, and Money FM 89.3, you can also download the audio by SPH app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O.